Social media has given us a unique opportunity to know and to be known. As with any tool, it can be used for noble pursuits or nebulous purposes, and we must determine if social media is using us or are we using it. It's time to go the second mile in limiting your social media. Hey, this is Travis Agnew, and thank you for joining me for the Second Mile Podcast, where we seek to live out the words of Jesus from Matthew 541, where he says, if anyone forces you to go one mile, go the second mile. We want to reject mediocre Christianity and follow him as closely as we possibly can. So right now we are uh, finished up at our church in a six-week sermon series called Distracted, where we kind of uh, really just prayed and sought the Lord on how to do a digital detox But I've been using these podcast episodes not to repeat the material, but to go deeper in some particular topics, because I'll be straight. Over a year of evaluating and reading and studying and tweaking things in my life, I've just got way too much to share. So we've been taking these podcast episodes, and actually, I've got them scripted out to the very end of the year to be able to give us practical tips in these 12-minute episodes about how we need to push back uh, and to make sure that we have uh, peace and clarity and focus in the roles and the relationships that God has called us to. So today we're going to be talking about limiting your social media, but through October, November, December, each week we're going to get very specific and do some other things that we need to get into uh, about leaving your work at work and making sure that your sleep patterns are good. And we're going to get really practical. And uh, you may think, well, goodness, is this important? This is These are all biblical approaches that we're going to be looking at, but I think they're going to be super helpful for us. And so today as we're talking about social media, um, I think it's just crazy to think about how much of something that wasn't even around uh, that many years ago has completely revolutionized the way that we do life. I mean, you think about it. How do you get news now? Well, you go to Twitter, you go to Facebook, and everybody is just alerting you. Everybody is the reporters. Everybody's got the megaphones. When it typically used to be that you'd have to wait for a newspaper to be delivered to your door the next day or the nightly news at 6 o'clock, but now it changed. I can remember as a college pastor about um, early on when Facebook was invented. And at first, they only let college students on it. And I can remember there was this whole world that you hear these college students talking about. And I thought, what is going on? And then when they lifted that restrictions and everybody could get in, I realized that you can't really connect with a lot of these students unless you're on there. And then my world was changed, just as yours was, is that you started connecting with people in all these different ways. But then along the way, we also realized this really isn't community, but some type of pseudo community. And maybe it's actually distracting us from the community that is right here physically in front of us if we're not careful along the way. So if we are going to limit the social media, because uh, if you have got that annoying um, notification on your phone that tells you how long you've been on the phone or how long you've been looking at different apps or whatever it might be, um, I want to help us limit that. I'm not saying it's evil. It's a tool that can be used for good. It can be used for bad. But I want us to think through what's the best way to do that. Uh, first, my believers would avoid sinful content, whether either it's viewing or making or, uh, and you know, we can obviously think of sinful content regarding social media or internet as, oh, you mean pornographic? No, sinful content can just be the rhetoric in which we talk about other people. Uh, there's some political stuff out there that I see that is just, it's sinful and it's, it's wrong and it's evil and vile. It does not represent Christ and it does not have a good reputation for the church. 
church. So there's all kinds of sinful content out there. So maybe you're first Bible believer and you go, well, I don't uh, read that stuff or watch that stuff or I don't even make that stuff or post that stuff. That's awesome. But second mile believers, somebody who goes a little bit deeper, would be addressing unhealthy habits. That you would look at your life and say, Am I pleased with where I am uh, in this situation? Uh, James chapter 4, verse 14 says it this way Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. I mean, what is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. So it reminds us that we, we don't have forever. We can't just say, well, I'll get around to it one day. And if social media is taking so much time from our lives, we've got to make sure that we address those unhealthy habits and limit it to some level. When I think about social media, this is the way uh, that at least I, I process it, right? Social media for you will eat, can either be a pulpit, a platform, or a perch, okay? can either be a pulpit, a platform, or a perch. What I mean by pulpit is, uh, as a preacher, if somebody gives me a pulpit, here's a microphone. I don't even need a microphone. If someone says, hey, here's a group of people who want to hear from God's word, you have a word. Even if I'm not prepared, I'm going to use it. It's a pulpit. It's a microphone. It's an opportunity to get that out. Well, social media is a pulpit, and you may say, well, I'm not a preacher. Uh, you are, if you are a, a follower of Christ, means that you are an ambassador for Christ. It means that you speak on behalf of him, that you declare something to the nations. And so you can use social media as a pulpit to be able to point other people to truth. That's why this podcast exists. I go, you know what? If I've got a microphone and I found a free way to post this through a podcast situation, and maybe you can benefit from it, I want to use it as a pulpit. Anytime a pulpit's available, I'm going to use it. But second option for social media, maybe it's on a platform, it can be used. I mean, it's not as a pulpit, it can be used as a platform. Um, so in, in the way I look at it, pulpit is, um, is glorifying Christ, platform is glorifying me. So the pulpit is, let me show and talk about someone who's just great and wonderful. Platform is, let me show you how I'm great and how I'm wonderful. And and so obviously when we share things, right, it's so weird because sometimes I go, you know what, if I'm celebrating something that happened in our church, I wish that only the people in our church could see this, right? Because I don't want to look like we're bragging or anything like that. But how do you do that? Well, I think uh, some people get on social media, and it's all about a platform to show um, how good you look, how successful your career is, uh, look how neat your hobby is, look how expensive your toys are, uh, look how great your meals are, what, whatever it is. One, one line of thinking is a pulpit. Let me display how good God is and how his ways for family, uh, how they are, how good and glorious they are, and they need to be pursued. Platform is, look how wonderful I am, and don't you wish that you were me? That's different. The third category of how we would do social media is what's a perch. A perch, if you think about it, it's a bird where they just kind of come and sit and perch somewhere down and they don't move from it. And so some people don't really uh, produce any material as a pulpit or a platform. They just perch there and look at everybody else's stuff. And it can cause anxiety, it can cause envy, and it can just cause downright sin, unrighteousness, lust, you name it, or just keep us distracted from the people and the relationships and roles that God has given us. And so for you, perching down and just looking at everybody else isn't so helpful. Platform telling yourself about how helpful you are isn't necessarily helpful. But could you think through a social media how it could be a pulpit, a megaphone to declare to the people who you contact with how good Jesus is?
So if you're going to use social media as a pulpit or as a megaphone, as something to be able to point to Jesus Christ, how can that work? Well, how do you do? Well, let me let me tell you some things that, uh, practically speaking, uh, if I'm going to know, okay, I don't know what tomorrow will bring, what's my life, you're a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes, that means that with whatever opportunity I have to have as a pulpit, I want to be able to display and and, uh, to tell other people about how good God is. So uh, as I'm looking at this, this episode is releasing on September 29th. I am recording it on August 31st. Okay, so I'm, I'm recording it a month earlier. And I've always had this kind of weird thought, like, what if something happens to me, right? Like, what if I get in a car wreck and then all of a sudden you're listening to podcast episodes for a few more weeks or something It's going to be kind of eerie? But so with that, what I want to do is, if this is a pulpit, if this is an opportunity, I want to schedule it out, get out as much as I can, to help point people to Jesus. And so for me, here's what I try to do. To limit social media, um, here, here's how I think about it as a pulpit. Number one, uh, decide what you will post. And you may go, well, well that sounds random. Like, doesn't it just sort of happen? No, no, no. For me, I have a weekly guide of the things that I want to post as it relates to trying to point people to truth, point people to good and helpful resources, try to be somewhat relatable and tell people, hey, I know what situation you're in. I'm there too. Let's just keep pushing on together. So I kind of have a system almost of like how on Mondays I'm going to post these types of things and on Sundays I'm going to post these types of things. And it's just a regular way so that I'm not just kind of drifting and like, should I post something or should I just view? Now there's something, if it's a microphone, it's a pulpit, it's a megaphone, here's what I'm going to post. And then number two, decide when you will post it. So there's certain times of the week that I think are very helpful to be able to post certain things at certain days and certain times. And I'm going, you know what? On these times of the week, people are kind of struggling in these areas. And so I'm just going to use this as a megaphone on these days to do these certain things. Why is a second mile podcast uh, put in the middle of a week? Because a lot of times around Wednesday, we start tanking a little bit. And I wanted it on Wednesday to kind of be that middle of the week. Hey, remind yourself, Jesus is worth it. Let's keep pushing in there. Let's, let's keep moving. Number three, schedule when you will engage with it. So for me, uh, as much as I can, and there's all these limitations that that change from time, but I try to schedule outposts so that I'm not on social media as much, but so that if I'm saying I want to use it as a pulpit, I want to put stuff out there for people so that their need of helpful resources, it's available. Uh, But so I'll post it. But then also, I think it's a wise practice for you to say, you know what? I'm going to be on social media for these 10 minutes, and maybe it's 10 minutes right after your lunch, or during your lunch break, or maybe in the morning or in the evening, but you say, I'm going to respond to these people, I'm going to encourage these people, but I'm not just going to get caught in that trap, that black hole of just endless scrolling, so you schedule when you're actually going to engage with it. And then number four would be restrict how often you can use it. So, so what you can do is you can use things on your phone to be able to limit your apps that there's only so many minutes that you can use it a day. There's also things that you can find on your um, computer, like I have an app called One Focus that I can set up and just sort of say, you know what, for the next hour and a half, I don't want any kind of opportunity for me to go to a browser or any type of other thing right now because I need to do some really focused work. And I, and because I can find myself that digital ADD kind of kicking in that I want to go to all these different places, but you can set up those restrictions to help you stay focused on the roles and responsibilities that God has called you to. So decide what you will post. Decide when you will post it. Schedule when you will engage with other things around it. And then restrict how often you can use it. It can limit your social media because you don't know what tomorrow will bring. 
thing. And so we're a mist that appears for a little while and vanishes, and we want to use the best that we can to, as a pulpit, to be able to proclaim the one that truly can change lives. So use social media for God's glory and others' good. Hope to see you on the second mile.